This is Confessions of Coconuts, episode 41. Hi, I'm Coco. And I'm Kashu. Hi, Kashu. Hi. How are you? I'm good, you know, just living the life, just chilling, you know, having a good time, as always. Always. When don't you have a good time, huh? It's very rare that I don't have a good time, except there are some times in which I do not have a good time.、Mm. Yes. Such as. Such as. Hmm. <laughs> See? Man, you there always have yeah, a good time. Yeah, there's not that many times where I'm not having a good time.、So. Yeah, yeah. Always having a good time. I especially wanted to talk about the good time you had last week. On your side job, doing your side、my、job. My side job? It is my job. <laughs> I don't have any side job. How was that experience for well, you? Well, you know. Well, at least it was your first time traveling to do a job for your job. A job for my job? Well, you know, I don't know if I told you guys, but you know, I work with my mom, but not in the <laughs> same department. I work in the accounting department. Super boring. And I just sit around all day long and it's super, you know, like so tiring, lame, not a good time. So I got hired to write a script for a commercial, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, the script and the storyboard did that, you know, it was a good, cool lad time. We like lived it up with that. <laughs> and then they were like, oh, yeah, we need to record this video. And I was like, okay, have fun. Uh, not expe- thinking, expecting that, you know, I'm just gonna be like sitting back in my accounting office, entering files and invoices and putting away expense reports. But no, I was shipped all the way, five hours away. This five hours away place was also middle of nowhere to my standards. It wasn't exactly Cincinnati. So, wow. It, wow. it was all just industrial, like factories and stuff, like lame. Not a cool time. Oh, wow. But you know, like the place that I was recording at, you know, it's a factory, you know, like chilling with the stuff that they do there, packaging or whatever, cool stuff. And、um, so I had to do my script right. You know, I was the director, I was like cool person. And I got to like say action and cut. It was very professional. All right. And it was pretty awesome. And I got to handle some really expensive movie grade camera that I was afraid I was going to break the entire time, which was kind of a damp on my, you know, on my mood. But like, it was a very high class, expensive camera, <laughs> very fancy, very interesting. Well, I guess the whole equipment system was a very interesting. Oh, yeah. Everything was really expensive. And I learned how to use the camera in like one day. Well, I had like, I had, like three hours to learn to use it, which was a little bit of a time crunch. <laughs> well, actually, you, know? you had more than that. You just didn't do it because you are a pro. Yes, procrastinator. Oh, I thought you were going to say professional, but <laughs> I see. Oh, that's like kind of harsh, man. Procrastinator. Bro. Professional, I think you mean. <laughs> But yeah, I just looked up the online manual. Like, we love online manuals, super great. And I learned how to do important functions like turn it on and、uh, restart recording. Basic functions, you know? And that's literally the only thing that I did the whole time. I didn't know how to didn't figure out how to use any of the fancy buttons on the side that had weird abbreviations I didn't understand. I just turned it on, I just recorded, I used the Zoom tool. That's basically all I did. Well, I am no camera person, 
or anything like that but i wonder if camera people do more than that on off zoom in and out i mean probably if you're doing something cool like really cool like a movie you know or but that's exactly what you were doing but just a small version yeah i'm shooting a commercial something different mm-hmm. and it's not a movie so it's not going to be like I don't know. They probably have a bunch of different, like, things that they click and press. I'm just, I'm literally, I learned how to use the camera in three hours. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, basic functions. And my coworker didn't ask anything else of me. So he was like, this is fine. And I was like, it better be because I don't know how to do anything else. But, you know, like, we had a cool time. And it was pretty cool because, you know, I had... Now I have this cool camera that I can put on my resume. You're like, yeah, I know how to use fancy movie-grade cameras now. Well, I guess... And hire me. Well, I thought you just said that you really didn't know. I really don't, but that's what resumes are all about, well, right? Well, uh, you better give me a uh, movie-grade... Movie-grade commercial? Mm-hmm. I don't think that's how it works. With resumes, you always see that you're good at stuff, so then they hire you. You can't oh. be like... Like, I can't be like, I'm mediocre at using the Panasonic HXC, whatever, whatever. So that's what was your trick, huh? Yeah, you know, you put it on the resume, you're like, I am very proficient in using this camera. When you're not, like, you just, that's because, not a good thing. Because to say. then, you, if they require you to, to use it, you can also learn along the way. Because for me, like, half the stuff I'm asked to do, I have no idea what I'm doing. But I figure out how to do it, so... I wonder who you learned that from. Um, I don't know. I really do wonder. I know, right? Must be on your DNA. But, like, I'm a pretty fast learner, I think. Yes, you are. So I can, you know, my my boss likes to tell me that I, you know, I learned how to do things quicker than other people that she's had as her subordinate, I suppose. Gee, that's a strong word. (laughs) Subordinate. Um... But, like, yeah, she would say, like, oh, the person that worked before you was so slow. And I was like, is this, like, a message for me, like, to work faster or something? (laughs) The first time she said that, I was like, am I going too slow? Well, you know, my accounting job is pretty boring. (laughs) I literally... I understand you're trying to do something fun around here, Yeah, I want to do something cool, you know? I don't want to, like... Sitting in an office all the time. You know, I want to do something where I'm like walking around and talking to people. I know. That's why you need to work in an office environment that it's like fast pace. Because you are not working in a department that is fast paced. I don't not. think so, there. So, well, tell have, me somebody. Where is a accounting department that is fast paced? There's no such thing. Crickets on a the sound. There's no. Yeah, there's that's just, what I just said. Like. Literally, accounting is one of the... Who wants to be an accountant? Well, I guess a lot of people. Let's do a research and figure out how many people graduate as an accountant Like, I don't really understand. Like, what is the appeal? Maybe, like, you have to be good at math or something, and yeah, good at... uh, That's it. Good at math and with Microsoft Excel Well, as you know, by now, every business needs an accounting department. Well, yeah, because they can manage your money. But, like... Who just decided woke up in the morning, ah, I'm going to be an accountant? <laughs> nah, no. That's not something that I would ever think well, of. Well, like, somebody that do. really loves numbers and somebody that really likes to help people. 
with their numbers. That is an accountant. So you could be an accountant by working for a person or an individual, or you could be an accountant for working at a company. And you don't necessarily need to want to help people, but you want to make sure everything is very organized. So a person that loves organization, money, and numbers, and helping at the same time would be a lovely candidate to work at an an accounting department. But now when you're talking about marketing, you're talking about something that is more exciting because you are looking into the latest trends, you're looking into getting people's attention, you're talking about social media, you're talking about blogs and, and websites and blah, 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 all the things that marketing involves. So yes, that is more exciting. You are going to have meetings with departments all over the, the, the company to be able to market their products and this and this and this. So yes, it's more entertaining than accounting. So, well, you know, I don't know. I think both of those are pretty boring. Okay. <laughs> like, like, personally, it's not really a good fit for me. I wouldn't say, because marketing, I'm not really like, ooh, marketing, you know, I'm not really like spurred up about marketing, you know, like that could well, be Well, like, but if I observed properly during the time I was traveling with you, you enjoy yourself doing the video marketing. Yeah, that's not, it's not that I wasn't thinking about it, it was like marketing, I was thinking more like, ooh, I got to play with a fancy camera and tell people what to do. Like, that was exciting to me. I was like, this is really cool. Like, I get to learn about to use this camera and, you know, like, you know, someday I would like to be like an actress or a musical theater person, you know, cool, cool stuff for cool lads, you know, and I, it would be cool to also, like, see what's behind the camera, too, so, like, being able to experience that process and being, like, the cinematography, videography part rather than being in front of the camera, you know, like, doing the acting, you know, and it was really cool because, like, using, using the equipment and stuff and the lights and the microphone and all that kind of stuff, even though it wasn't super fan, fancy and I didn't have, like, those little, like, wheel things that I just, like, ride, you know what I'm talking about? Have you seen those in the behind the scenes? Like, you sit on the seat and it, like, moves for you. I didn't you have You did that. have wheels on your I did have wheels, but I didn't have a little chair I could <laughs> sit on and it would move on its own, but... Like, being able to do that kind of stuff makes me feel super professional and cool because it's, like, a different part of something that I want to do, right, you know? So, if, like, being an actress or somebody in musical theater doesn't work out, I can always see if I want to try using, like, cameras and directing and stuff because that would be really yeah. cool. Yeah, and not even to mention the editing part that it's something that you enjoy doing on your leisure time. My leisure time, not as much anymore because my computer is still broken. Yeah. So but... I can't do it very often. I But I do enjoy doing the editing, mm-hmm. you know, like using video editing software, you know. Yep. And um, like what I'm doing now isn't exactly like for the video, for the commercial. I can't have like cool like strobe lights and fancy colors and stuff because... Gotta follow yeah, the brand it guidelines. Has, it has to be like all like uh, crisp and clean, uh, black, white, and red, you know, super fancy and like business-like. It can't be like thumping music in the background and fancy fonts as much as I wish it could be because that's what I'm good at. But this one is more like, ah, commercial. <laughs> you know, I don't know. But in a lot of the clips, I was working on the clips today um, using this fancy software that I've never heard of before because apparently fancy movie people use it, but I've never heard of it in my life. So what does that say about this program? What does it say about you, girlfriend? What does that say about me? <laughs> I literally use, I use one program. I've been using that program for like 
ever for i don't know ever since i started doing video edits which was like i don't know 2000 2017 2018 man i really need to do some videos when i get my brand new cool computer um after i get paid for working on this commercial and getting all my good cash money i'm gonna buy my computer finally which is gonna be great i'm gonna get myself a macbook probably and it'll be nice but you know the editing software you know the one that i use sony vegas you know like it's a lot easier for me because i've been using it for a while you know but this new one it's like weird it's like it looks kind of the same it does it does it looks kind of the same but it's like not the same and i like still don't know what i'm doing really so i have to like figure out what I, what's what's going on so far i have so like so far i haven't had to use like google or anything because i good. i'm like i can kind of see the similarities between you know this power director software and sony vegas so like they're they're kind of they're kind of like similar so i'm like okay i learned how to do you know like key framing and putting effects and moving stuff on the timeline and all that cool stuff like with Sony Vegas so using PowerDirector shouldn't be too hard and I was just informed that my deadline is Friday so I gotta figure it out pretty fast <laughs> in order for this to work out for me mm-hmm. but you know regardless on the time I spend on I'm gonna get big cash money and then I can buy a brand new computer or a refurbished computer that is brand new to me well you know. I you know whether you like to emphasize the payment that you're going to receive all the time or not, I think the most important thing here is the experience you're getting here. Mm. Um, the Yes, you did editing on your leisure time using a software that you had on your computer and you just did for your own social media. Um, you are now doing something for um, your employer and that it's because you had the experience doing your stuff for yourself and that is going to make it that job easier yeah i believe so yeah and and then i I know that video production operating a camera and lighting and microphones and all that kind of stuff you didn't have the experience before and there's something that is brand new to you and i think that you actually did learn very fast yeah i mean like i was really intimidated and scared because it was so fancy and like cool looking and i and, like all the equipment i was like whoa this is like i'm literally 16 i'm so baby i should not be around this equipment right now because everyone that i was working with was like twice double my age and i was like this is so weird but they all listened to me because i was in charge and, and not just strange. that i think that you worked and you had a you carried yourself very professional and all the people that was participating in the project respected you for that. And I, it, I don't think they saw an age. They saw someone that was really creative and thought of the, all the ideas. Because let's be frank, you were basically shooting what you created as the idea for the whole movie. And by writing the script and putting together the storyboard. And you did actually a great job, and I am very excited to see what you come up with when you put everything together in the editing software, when you're finishing your editing. And I'm very proud that from beginning to end, this project is yours. I mean, it's my project. Ah, uh, yeah, you, but I did everything. Exactly. Except you held the mic. 
which well, was very important. I did help. Walked around with the mic. You I know, did help. Around. Yep, yep. I did help, which was um, an experience. <laughs> I experienced. Yes, because I had done uh, other other video marketing before, but I didn't have to walk around and hold the mic in the position that I had to following the actor everywhere like I did on this one. The other times I did, the people just stationary in front of the green screen. It was easier, and but this time mm, 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 I had to walk around with this mic. It was a lot of, lot of strain on my arms, but good thing I still had in me all my yoga time. Doing, really? Yeah. Doing um, Warrior 1 and Warrior 2. And... Yes, reverse to warrior. That's why I just got, I was relieved to get stuck with the easy job. Um, you know, just rolling the camera around the floor and saying action. <laughs> yeah. You did a good job. Now you can put on your resume that you have done this. And if there are other projects that will come up after this, you keep on increasing your experience and it's going to be a great learning experience for you. Yeah. Yeah, I really think so. And, you know, um, even though I do want to get paid lots of money so I can pay for college, I think it would still be cool to, like, do videos and stuff as, like, a cool, like, freelance activity. Like, you know, P and I talked about having our own YouTube channel, like, aside from Confessions of Coconuts. Like, something like, like, if you look cool, like, me and her or whatever. And, you know, kind of, like, doing the recording and the editing and stuff for this commercial kind of really, like, makes me kind of, like, think about, like, having my own YouTube channel, you know, like, where I walk around and talk about stuff, you know, moving to the city or whatever. It's like, ah, I had my first day of college. Here's the vlog or whatever. We do, like, challenges or go shopping or something. I don't know. And just, like, the experience with the camera makes me, like, just seeing the potential of that camera is like makes me like ooh maybe I should buy a very cheap <laughs> alternative to this so I can do this with my sister and you know it'd be fun and we'd have a cool time. Well, but yeah, you, you mentioned college that you're going to start college and you need to find a job so you can pay for college. Yeah, that's a big important thing right now. Yeah. So, um, what do you think about the whole idea? Uh, of going to college and having to um, have a job on the side um, do you think I know that you have no experience on that this is your first time that doing all the what, what how are you feeling about this whole new chapter of your life well you know it's really crazy because as we speak on this fine um, Tuesday you know there. On Friday, like four days from now, I'm graduating. I'm going to be walking down the graduation stage with my graduation gown, getting my diploma, and it's going to be so scary. I'm like, it's like, it's terrifying and exciting and like really cool at the same time. And you know, after that happens, I'm going to have my diploma, I'm going to get myself a frame, I'm going to hang it up in my room or something. It's like, yeah, I graduated high school. And then I will like, then that means I'll be going to college, you know, after that. Because, you know, I already applied, you know, you guys heard my chronicles of college updates every other week, you know, that's, that's my life. 
that was my life. <laughs> now I am actual college life, almost college life. Yeah. But the whole thing with like having a job and being in college, that's gonna be something that I'm gonna have to like learn to be able to balance better. Because yeah, obviously, you know, doing online school and going to work is an entirely different thing. Because with when I would go to work, I'd work for like six hours or something. I'd work for a while and then I'd do school for maybe like three hours or so. And that's not how college works, obviously, you know. And like I need like a big, pretty hefty chunk of cash, <laughs> pretty hefty chunk of cash for my for what didn't wasn't covered by scholarships for the, my for my university. So I need to like find a job now and find a job soon so I can start saving up some nice money so I can pay for what I need to pay for. And, you know, I've been applying for, like, retail kind of stuff because I just really don't want to work in an office anymore. Even though there might be, like, cool office jobs, I just don't want to sit around anymore. Like, I've done a lot of sitting around for the past three years, like, with my online school, sitting in chairs all day, laying in bed, and then being in an office, like right now what I do, I sit in the chair for a really long time. Then I go home and sit in a chair for a really long time. I want to do something that's more, uh, more, you know, stimulating, you know what I mean? Like I get to walk around, I get to interact with people more because I don't know how it's going to be. Like I'm like a naturally, like really sociable person, you know, I'm really... I'm really extroverted and I like talking to people and in my job I don't exactly talk to people not really uh and I and you know being online schooled I haven't talked to many people like real life people like it's kind of embarrassing to admit but like I don't really talk to people because I don't go anywhere you know there's not many people around I can't have you know conversations and I think that working in like retail or someplace where I'm surrounded by lots of people coming in coming out I can not only like brush up on my social skills but also prepare myself for being around so many people for college because that's going to be really overwhelming because my school is pretty big and also you know and also just like to get a feel for the environment I don't know I just I just want to talk to people I really do want to interact but the whole thing with like doing part-time school and doing you know working after school or however I'm gonna manage to do that it's like it's really gonna be a balancing act I feel trying to get everything with the right consistency you know there are lots of things I want to do outside of school and outside of work I want to like make friends I want to go places with them I want to go like do like travel or whatever on my own or with friends or with my family and, you know, working is going to, like, really be a thorn in my side. And if I'm going to want to do, like, other things. But, you know, I have to do what I have to do, you know? Well, it's funny you mentioned that you want to travel, make friends. But if you think about it, you don't need to do none of that in college. You can travel and make friends on your own. Um, what I'm trying to say here is that um, I know that the whole idea of college to you is you want to have that experience. You want to, you know, learn from the professors or you want to hang the diploma in your room to be right by the side of the other diploma that you're going to get on Friday. I don't know 
what it is with the college idea and I, I must confess that I also had the same idea of college I would say two years ago I just changed my mind two years ago about college I thought it was an important thing that you needed to do it was a, a very important step that you take to learn um, a career or to learn a way to have a better life in the future but by after listening to so many people talk about how college it's not even necessary nowadays um, I just have mixed feelings about it right now but I respect your opinion and then I I know that it's really important to you I just don't want this whole part of your life be a detriment on to be all, a waste of time to that too but to be like on the way of other things that you want to do gotta think about that you only 16 yeah i mean but for me like all my life i've been preparing for higher education <laughs> basically like yeah, i but, grew up and you know i was like you know was like pushed really hard to do really good in school and i was like okay i'm gonna do good in school so i can get to good college and i can have a good life you know a good job good money you know provide for my family if I have a family like the husband or kids or whatever and you know and you know I was like ah, I'm gonna go to like an Ivy League and then I wanted to be a computer scientist I was like oh I'm gonna go to MIT gonna do this and that you know and now it's less about you know I still like if I hadn't gone to college if I didn't apply for college I feel like my whole entire school career would have been a huge waste of time like me working so hard and skipping grades and getting like good grades that I am getting right now being in like the top five percent of my class you know that would have been a huge waste of time and if I wasn't going to go to college what was what was even the point you know I'm not saying that you shouldn't go to college I, know, I, I just want to make sure that I don't want to make the decision for you because it's actually your life whether you are 16 or 30 it is a decision that you need to make yeah I understand. but I just don't want you to feel that way three years from now or even 20 years from now that you actually did waste time by doing something that you had no idea that that was really what you wanted to yeah do. i mean as a, like be, wanting to be a fine arts major which is probably one of the most like irrelevant majors ever like i'm not actually learning anything like i i'm i genuinely feel that i'm not gonna be like i'm gonna brush i'm gonna make my skills better I'm not going to learn something new like I'm not gonna, like medical students they go in so they can learn how to do stuff like they don't show up and they're like I already know how to perform heart surgery like they learn how to do that kind of stuff for as an artist you know I know how to draw already at least I know how to, I think I know how to draw but they're just gonna help me get better and stuff and help me find a job you know with you know their internships and cooperative programs and stuff like that and and with that said with that said you of course the whole goal of this is to again going back to having a good job so yeah. you can provide for your family and have a good life in later on right yeah. um those jobs whether you are an artist or um, a writer, uh, you are going to be sitting in front of computers and you are going to be doing your thing in front of computers and you are not going to be interacting with other people. Yeah, but what, for me, it's not... It'll be something that I'll be really excited to do. I'll be really enthusiastic about my job. If I still believe that I want to be an artist and I think that my education 
or the experience I had in college was really worthwhile and I have a job that I really like um, that brings me a lot of joy and like no matter how much money I make and I'm still really happy like working at an animation company or doing like freelance with a small smaller type of company or even like being on my own and doing a webcomic or something something that I really enjoy and that is totally different than like the office work I do now. Now I do it because it's my job. It's what I do. It's what they asked me to do. So I do it, you know, I do what I'm supposed to do. But with that, it's more of like something that's like, that's just a job. What I want is a career, you know, Got it. I want something that I will be happy because, you know, like, like my dad, you know, he, he always told me like, do something that you love because I never did anything that I liked. Like he was always miserable when he would go to work. He was like, I don't like my job and I don't want you to be like that. Find something that you really like. And you know, I feel like that's really good that I finally took, I took that Java programming class and figured out that I hated coding. I hated it. I didn't want to do it. Cause if I, if I had gone through with it, never taking it, never having taken a single coding class and going into school and like doing that and having a job that makes me absolutely miserable would suck and then I'm like that would be my career I spent like four years of my life honing my craft or whatever and I hated my job so you You know know, but people don't just sit still doing the same thing they move on they learn new things they get promoted they manage others they teach others they um, strategize they um do many things yeah yeah when you start when you start as a coder or um graphic designer Mm -hmm. or as a writer you yes you are going to get an entry-level job and you're going to do the work until you do so much of the work that you become an expert and your work excel and you keep moving and growing in your craft and you so you move on from that work and you do all the things beyond that yeah you see what i'm saying yeah i do i see what you're saying like for the coding and the the artist stuff that i the i don't know the revelation or whatever that i had but it's like i kind of want to do the same thing except it's a different kind of part of the process you know coding like you're building the stuff like I when I wanted to be like wanted to be a computer science house I wanted to build video games that's what I wanted to wanted to build worlds really immersive for like video gamers or whatever like cool stuff and I'd create lands and characters really memorable that kind of stuff and now I technically want to do the same thing except it's different like the surface yeah it's more like it's not the actual building and creation it's more like bringing the ideas to life i don't know if that makes any sense i I feel more like that someone is going to build the foundation and they want you to dress it up let's just think about there is a house that is just made out of concrete and you are just make it pretty Mm -hmm. because you are still doing the the software programming somehow but you are just actually doing the creative on top of it you're just dressing it up yeah yeah which i mean to do animation you probably will have to learn some coding of some sort Mm -hmm. or some type of software that is going to make your drawings move uh and so therefore you're going to be good 
add math so you can do formulas or calculation oh within the software so you yeah your but like the animation can... softwares aren't like that i've done a couple of animations like long time ago i don't do them very much often anymore because i've been busy lately you know college stuff school life you know now it's the summer so now i can probably maybe work on some of those but like um i don't have to do formulas thank goodness i was never really good at math where I never really felt like I was good at math. I like that better. And and because I was always I found it really difficult, especially in the higher, more advanced math. Like, they told me that I should take calculus, but I actually already had all of my math credits, and that was the worst thing ever. I took calculus, and it was absolute hell for me. I found it very very difficult, but I managed to pass, which was good. But I still feel like that I'm not too great at it. Like well, I can still I can still handle like an algebra problem. I myself, but... um, my sound bias, but not really because I am here seeing your potential and I see what you're capable of, uh, and I think that you actually work really well under pressure. That's and true. I think also that you are a very eager, you're very eager to learn things that you know will, will get your craft better or whatever you're doing to mm -hmm. excel. And I say this because when we started the podcast, I remember you being very excited to put the website together and we have never done a website before and you went above and beyond and you created this website from scratch because you were so excited i know that nowadays it's all pretty easy to go online and do a website but not really if you don't know the foundation if you don't know the content management system it's going to be hard for you to put the website together mm -hmm. and you were basically what 13 back then or uh, i think it was 14 almost you had just thir yeah. turned 13 because it was like in, no you were 13 because it was in january when we started the podcast process and that's um, so weird i know oh and you were able to create uh, you were able to bring the website up by yourself, which is very good. And to this day, you manage that software, uh, not the software, but the content management system, the CMS. You add things, you remove things, you update things, you, you clean things, you organize things. So it's a really good tool. Again, another great quality, another great proficiency that you have that you could offer your employer if that is something that they need for yeah, you to do. But I feel like that's more like in the graphic design kind of area. Um, definitely, because like graphic design is more like um, building um, like promotional material, I feel, making it look like nice with shapes and, you know, get the right images, more less than, you know, creating something you know with you know a tablet pen and you know drawing it from scratch you know i would you do like, that too for yeah, our website I mean, I because you had too. the brand mindset where you wanted things a certain way you want the creatives the certain way you wanted the pictures a certain way you want your art a certain way to represent the brand you were very brand centric and 
yes, you might not think that marketing is that exciting, but it actually really is. And for those who doesn't know, this is what I do for a living. And I like my job. And I like to get up in the morning and go do my stuff. And I think when I am working and doing what I do every day, it shows that I enjoy what I'm doing. It's mm-hmm. not something that I'm I think that's really in. important. Yeah, wanting being like liking what you do, because otherwise you're gonna do poor work if you don't like what you're doing, and especially if you're not passionate or you don't have a really strong worth work ethic. Right. And remember when I told you that it doesn't matter what you're doing, whether it's filing, whether it's um, holding a camera and pressing the button on and off, or if it's editing a podcast or whatever it is, creating a drawing of one of your characters, you do the best you can and you give your all on that specific project because that is your signature on that paper. You did that job. Therefore, it is important that you give your all every single time you do something because it represents you. You see what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? It's like every single project you start and you finish, it represents who you are. And it's from the beginning, whether you are an entry-level worker or whether you are an executive, the type of result that you get from the project that you do, it what it's what you are. Yeah. You know, so I believe that whether you are ready or not, you are very professional when you are doing your stuff. Sometimes you yeah, you whine, you complain, but you get it you get it done. You get it done in a matter that it's very good actually and for someone your age you actually put a lot of thought into everything that you do which is really nice but again it's a learning process you didn't you, you didn't know how to do this yeah and I had to keep on explaining to you how things work and I think that all my nagging it's you're now, nagging it's now oh God um, producing good results I really believe that you have a great potential not just with website creation but whatever you do whether it's editing a video or a, a podcast or whether it's writing man let's talk about your writing abilities that's an unbelievable gift that you have that you Literally, don't even focus on i don't because i that's i do that a lot for fun i, I like i write fan fiction i write stories but that's my what you characters. do now but before you used to write poetry you used to rhyme things you yeah do. i still write poetry but they don't rhyme it's all it's, it's i'm big on free on um, um freestyle i don't i don't like rhyming because mm-hmm. it's too much of work i have to be like ah what rhymes with the do <laughs> you moo <laughs> and you know it's too much work so i just do freelance like i'm uh, not freelance um freestyle you know free verse all that kind of cool kind of stuff but not very often only when i'm feeling particularly bored or particularly emotional but you know yeah yeah i, the, the- I don't the emotions run through your veins like really like on the surface oh really Hmm. but and why do i say that it's because i think whether i mean our listeners don't see your writing level because when you are writing the notes for the episodes you are like really laid back and you're just being the teenager's silly self that you are but um when you are really working 
and writing your stuff, you are really focused. Yeah, because I take it seriously. I don't want people to read my stuff and like, oh God, she's a fool. Because I... Imposter. Yeah, oh gosh. I... (laughs) I would read the stuff that I used to write like long time ago back when you know I, when I was like the ninth ninth grade eighth grade I would write fan fiction of like certain different kinds of fandoms or whatever you know Five Nights at Freddy's you know all that kind of stuff Undertale all all those like video games and kind of stuff because that's what I was really into back in like the ninth grade or whatever and you know I would write the fan fiction I read like looking back like thinking of the fan fiction or stumbling upon some of the fan fiction that I wrote I'm like god this is so bad I can't believe I thought this was good and I can't have this associated with me at all like so I really strive for my work to be better than what it was so then I don't look like a fool so it's something I want to produce stuff that I would want to read you know absolutely like I want to read something that's like coherent something that has a good plot a good story the the characters are formed good formed well you know the prose is nice you know really like I like your descriptive imagery like I want to have that kind of work I read some people's work I'm like I want to write like that like that's how I want to write so I like trying to take inspiration Mm -hmm. you know like right now I think I write pretty well I might like be a little bit too wordy but no (laughs) one's exactly giving me feedback because I don't exactly share my work at all so you know it's like mine and mine only no one else sees it but it is an unbelievable gift that you have that that your writing is a gift I know that the drawings you learn and you are really into it and um, I, I know that you guys don't know the writing that I know but it is just beautiful and especially when she's trying to make a point she's very argumentative on when she's writing about something that she's really passionate about so yes on her fun side she likes fan fiction and she writes fan fiction and it's okay too but if she's writing something that she really believes let's say i don't know she loves women's rights and let's say you ask her write about women's rights about i don't know a topic that is hot right now abortion you are going to read a piece from her that you are not going to believe she wrote because (laughs) i don't know if that's a compliment or not it, it is i have read all the papers that you have done for school maybe not all but most of them and they are actually very impressive very yeah impressive. i mean when it's my papers for school you know i also have to sound like not a fool you know <laughs> and like gosh man like i remember the papers i remember that i wrote this one paper for english 10 in which i had to compare huckleberry finn to some other character compare and contrast paper and i compared him to an anime character and it was the worst paper that i had ever written but i got a good grade on it it was i don't know maybe it's like english 10 standards but i read that and i'm like this is terrible I can't believe I wrote this. This is awful. And my very unprofessional title, gosh, I can't even handle that. Like, Well, I still believe that your writing ability is very impressive. Yeah, I, I mean, I really I, if AP language and composition, that hellish class has taught me anything, <laughs> it's how to write a little bit better with my, you know, my persuasive and argumentative, whatever, of using proper rhetoric and, you know, rhetorical strategies of this that and the other to make sure people listen to me and take my opinion in consideration so i don't know 
Like, writing is fun. I like writing a lot. It just makes my hands hurt. <laughs> yeah. So, just to conclude, so if someone is ready to hire a 16 year old eager to work, why should they hire you? Because I'm good at what I do. And even if I'm not good, I'll learn how to get good at it. What's that that you do? What do I do? Yak, I, yak, yak, yak. That, and I do lots of <laughs> other cool things, such as write, draw, uh, be generally entertaining, have a, you know, I'm like, you know, generally entertaining, extroverted, you know, outgoing. I'll talk to you and your mom and everybody else because, you know, like talking to people. want to make you feel happy and good and socialized and listened to. And, um, yeah, and if I can, I'm a fast learner. So whatever you want me to do, I can probably learn to do it in about, like, two hours. <laughs> so, you know, awesome stuff. Yes. So and hire me, please. I need money. All right. With that said, I guess I'll recommend you. <laughs> I'll need a reference letter? Yes. I'll, I'll do a video one. Uh, a video reference? Uh, my daughter is very good at what she does. <laughs> Thank I'll, you and hire her, please. I will not mention that you're my child. It was just funny because we, when we went to your, to your side job, and uh, nobody had any idea that you were my child. You had to say Yeah, it. I outed myself. I was like, Mommy, can you please pass me the, <laughs> the light? And everyone was like, Aw, you called her Mommy. I'm like, yeah, because she's my mom. What else was I supposed to say? And everyone knew that I was super baby and not like a grown adult doing video production. She, yeah, you just like, you totally threw the... Yeah, I... I failed that one. I failed that one. <laughs> All right, guys. This girl is for hire. Please hire me. <laughs> <laughs> but with that said, I will see you guys in two weeks, in which hopefully I'll have a job. <laughs> <laughs> and I will have my diploma. So, you know, have a good time and stay safe, soldiers. Yes. Tata for now. podcast is brought to you by me and my mom. The editing is done by me and the music is done by my mom and GarageBand. If you want to check us out on any of our social media, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook as Confess Coco and YouTube as Confessions of Coconuts, where we post all of our cool adventures of us being zany and eating a bunch of cool food and stuff. If you want to get in touch with us, you can go to any of our social media. If you want to donate, you can go to our website, confessionsofcoconuts.com. And go to the donate page and drop some spare change while you're at it. While you're there, you might as well go visit the show notes and subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe because you're going to subscribe to all podcasts. And I know you love us because you're listening right now. It'd be cool if you could share us on whatever social media you have. And just get the word out so we can continue to bless other people's ears with our amazing voices and our silly stories. The podcast is a lot of work, a lot of blood, sweat, and tears. And we truly thank you for listening. On that note, leave a review. Thank you so much.